leveraging metal 3D printing. That's a little crooked. Leveraging metal 3D printing for manufacturing in space. Leveraging metal 3D printing for manufacturing in space. You're listening to Technical News Reading, presented by Hakeem Alibokas Alexander on Call-In, social podcasting app, presented for World Reading Club in association with Equilibrium. This edition's reading focus comes to us from techbriefs.com and is published on December 11, 2022, under the categories Aerospace, Manufacturing and Prototyping, and Materials. It's titled, Leveraging Metal 3D Printing for Manufacturing in Space. Published by Fabrisonic from Columbus, Ohio, from Fabrisonic.com. There is an image here, a featured image, of a silver-colored piece of metal and a brass-colored piece of metal. And the caption reads, A heat exchanger for a cube satellite. Most of the component is printed from aerospace aluminum for low weight while a thin layer of copper is added on the back plane. Image Fabrisonic. Developing a system to build lightweight, efficient structures in orbit will revolutionize space travel. It is non-trivial, and the efficiency of launch, deployment, and employment in space is a key objective and challenge. Structures built for use in space must meet vastly different requirements than terrestrial structures, where temperature variations occur on Earth, they are negligible compared to the variations a space vehicle may see in orbit. The force of gravity is negligible in space, while significant on Earth. Getting any structure engineered and manufactured on Earth into space adds extraordinary requirements to withstand the loading and G-forces placed on the structure to withstand a space launch. The answer to that challenge is to transport only the tooling and raw materials and tools needed to manufacture all the structural elements in space. To that end, 3D printing holds much promise. NASA already has several plastic printers in orbit and has been ramping up research for metal-based systems. One promising metal-based additive technology is ultrasonic additive manufacturing, UAM. Instead of fusing metal powders, UAM welds foil at, near, room temperature. When considering manufacturing in space, some critical considerations must be addressed. One. Welding in space is subject to small gravitational forces. A small gravitational force affects the mechanisms necessary for successful fusion-based welding processes. Two, welding in space has almost no atmosphere. The lack of interaction with gases can cause process instability in traditional fusion processes. Arc-based processes require gas ionization to function, while laser, 
EB processes rely on atmospheric pressure for developing beam keyholing. 3. Welding in space requires accounting for wild temperature variations, while terrestrial welders can control thermal fluctuations to within tens of degrees. Structures in space can experience fluctuations of several hundred degrees. 4. Welding processes in space must use significantly less power due to limited power sources. Fusion-based welding, fusion welding systems can require hundreds of kilowatts of power to heat and melt metal. Terrestrial power sources can easily accommodate such power requirements. However, systems in space run on extremely tight power budgets. The fundamental characteristics separating UAM from other metallic additive manufacturing technologies is that UAM is a solid-state welding process. Metals remain in their solid state and melting does not occur at any time during the process. All the attendant impacts of high temperature welding and the effects on the properties of the metal do not occur. There's another image, and the caption reads, A multi-material piston printed using the Sonic Layer 1200. This includes both aerospace aluminums for strength and copper for thermal conductivity. Image, Fabrisonic. The results and advantages of employing UAM in space manufacturing include low power consumption, as most welding heads use much less power. As a solid state process, the feedstock retains 97% of its original properties, operates without and with an atmosphere, does not require any welding filler material, does not cause heat affected zones, does not require post-process stress relieving. The nature of the solid-state ultrasonic uh, bonding process used in UAM will enable the building of space flight components without the complexity of molten metals or difficult to manipulate powders. Several NASA programs have contributed toward the use of UAM for welding in space. Through Phase 1 and 2 SBIR programs, Fabrisonic built a welding system that met the in-orbit manufacturing requirements. The standard terrestrial Fabrisonic industrial metal 3D printers have been in production since 2011. They can weigh up to 35 tons and use over 10 kilowatts of electrical power. NASA presented these challenges to Fabrisonic. Point. Can the UAM welding assembly be scaled down to save power, weight, and size? Point. Can a concept be designed to fit the bounds of NASA requirements? Point. The UAM system... Oh, can the UAM system be remotely controlled to build practical structures in low Earth orbit? The goal was to shrink a full UAM system 
to reduce overall system weight and power usage. Fabrasonic answered through the PH2 program. Hmm. Fabrasonic designed and built a small-scale UAM system that would accommodate the geometric constraints of current ISS project lockers and reduced the welding power requirements to under 1 kilowatt. To minimize cost and proving out the space and energy savings, Fabrasonic built a demonstration platform. While the in-flight system did not have the accuracy or speed of a Fabrasonic industrial terrestrial system, it allowed the team to address the challenges of NASA. As a result, a new low-cost system was realized that would support many customers' 3D printing needs that did not require the higher power and accuracy of the original industrial design. There are some related links which I'll maybe look at later. Tech Briefs continues. As the Phase 2 program progressed, several customers were able to see the new small-scale 3D printer and expressed an interest in the ability to work with UAM in smaller form factor, factor and lower cost. After receiving such a high degree of interest, Fabrasonic directed its efforts toward developing this new design. Fabrasonic modified the NASA SBIR system to include required safety and human interface upgrades that would allow any knowledgeable CNC operator to run the... Okay. Let's look at this again. Repeating, Fabrasonic modified the NASA SBIR system to include required safety and human interface upgrades that will allow any knowledgeable CNC operator to run the new 3D printer. This became the newest apparent. Uh, I'm sorry. This became the newest model in the Fabrasonic lineup, the Sonic Layer 1200. There's a video it links to. As a hybrid manufacturing center, the UAM system combines traditional CNC milling with integrated UAM printing capability. This creates a hybrid additive substrate, or this creates a highly ad additive subtractive or subtractive process when swiping from additive to subtractive is easy as a tool change. Okay, so one more. Okay, uh, all right. This became the newest model in the Fabrasonic lineup, the Sonic Layer 1200. As a hybrid manufacturing center, the uh, UAM system combines traditional CNC milling with integrated UAM printing capability. This creates a hybrid additive subtractive process where the swapping from the additive to the subtractive is as easy a tool change. It's as easy as a tool change. One more time. This creates a hybrid additive, additive subtractive process where swapping from an additive to subtractive is easy as a tool change. Hmm. This article was written by Mark Norfolk, CEO, Fabrasonic, Columbus, Ohio. For more information, visit here, and it has a link that you can go to. That was short and sweet.
Um, that was uh, leveraging 3D, 3D printing for manufacturing in space. And they gave an, an explanation of why that should be done. Let's take a look if there's any more to see, thing to see here. No, we're all done. I did say I was going to read some uh, some younger folks, but anyway, that's people go to uh, Barnes and Noble bookstore all the time. So, with that said, let's close out. You've been listening to Technical News Reading, presented by Hakeem Alibokas Alexander here on Colin social podcasting app presented for World Reading Club in association with Uniquilibrium. This edition's reading focus comes to us from techbriefs.com and is titled Leveraging Metal 3D Printing for Manufacturing in Space. You can learn more from yourself for yourself on techbriefs.com. That's T-E-C-H B-R-I-E-F-S dot com. The links are also here in the show notes as well as in the link bar. Until next time.